check one, check two. I'm the Inca slash rapper that you never thought would happen. Commentary get it cracking like pads when they start whacking. Applaud like studio audience audio. It's the Rob You Sports Stu Show. Is that so? Rob You Sports countdown to kick off. I spark conversation like flicking the big off. Late night shows and flows like Leno. Sports book probably like Vegas or Reno. Bodyguard Gino in Skybox Casino to Nino. Good fella from food and beverage. Robert Robbie, you, Pharaoh Nicks, Golden Boy 2, Leverage Bingo Jackpot plays like Tracy Yette. It's Rob U Sports, you down, get set, ready. It's Rob U Sports, you down, get set, ready. It's Rob U Sports, you down, get set, ready. Season 6, break the huddle, keep it steady. Yo, yo, and I want to welcome y'all back to the Rob U Sports Stew Show, NFL 2023. Going into week number 17. And first off, I want to give y'all another happy merry christmas and happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah any other seasons that y'all celebrate any other holidays y'all celebrate also to my podcast audience i do want to apologize for the slight technical difficulties i know there were some audio issues and definitely want to correct those issues so i can reach as many interested listeners as i can on this platform so definitely if you tried to tune into the podcast last week on your preferred uh, platform and it was unavailable uh the podcast as far as audio only streaming wise that was my fault i was doing some different things in the production so there was a little snafu but hopefully you were able to enjoy the content on some of these various other platforms now i'm doing the podcast on tiktok as well as youtube as well as instagram so you know trying to reach different audiences in different places and things like that so without further ado on thursday night there was a matchup between the new york jets and also the cleveland browns and cleveland was able to defeat the jets with a final score cleveland 37 over the jets 20. cleveland has been doing some nice things recently with joe flacco at the helm and a strong defense and a good running game. So look out for Cleveland down the stretch as they hope to make some noise going into the playoffs. And for my week 16 results, for week 16, I was 11-2. and two, And that's definitely my best record uh, so far this season. And, um, you know, that's that's those are the kind of picks I like to make. And that's, it was painful because there were people who were trying to listen to the podcast on a spotify or you know apple music and they were unable to get those good picks unless they went to the other platforms so like i said my fault with that slight technical difficulties audio difficulties but um 11 2 pretty good close to a perfect record and those two losses were um the two losses of the picks i had were the um New England-Denver game, where Denver lost that one, and also the Baltimore-San Fran game. So, so some of the bigger matchups of uh, of Week 16, definitely that uh, Dolphins-Dallas game, where Dallas lost in a close one to the Dolphins. The Dolphins showed that they can beat some tough opponents, and they can beat some opponents with winning records. So, Dolphins definitely made a statement in that game. But the ultimate statement this past weekend came from 
the Ravens defense and Lamar Jackson and that whole Baltimore Ravens team. I mean, that going into that matchup with the 49ers, I did have the 49ers favorite just based off of their offense and what Brock Purdy had been doing in their solid defense. But when it came to the Ravens defense against Brock Purdy, he just did not have an answer for it. And um, they played a lot of good, great team team football against against Brock Purdy and the 49ers. And I say that because even when the defensive linemen couldn't get to him, there were players putting their hands up and getting the passes batted down, deflections. They had the tip drill going on uh, corner blitzes. And um, we kept seeing those Ravens DBs making some great plays. Uh, Ravens interior making some great plays. You know, it was just like a whole team effort. And I think what they really did also was they, they what they did great was they minimized the effectiveness of Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. And those are kind of like Brock Purdy's two go-to guys along with Kittle. But when they kind of, when they kind of were able to keep Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel at bay, it really, really hindered that 49ers offense. And also once Brock Purdy started throwing one interception and two interceptions and three interceptions, you could definitely see the change in body language and confidence. And, you know, usually he's a very cool customer. He doesn't really get flustered a lot in games. But, you know, once those kind of things start adding up and all those interceptions weren't all necessarily his fault. But when you're playing a great defense, they're going to make things happen. And it's like they're very opportunistic and they have players waiting to pounce and do something big and do something great on that side of the ball for the Ravens. So I think one thing that you got to take away from this game also, Lamar Jackson is for real, and he's definitely solidified himself as a complete, complete quarterback. So, you know, people can't just say he's a running back playing quarterback anymore, or they can't just try to move him to wide receiver because of his paint job or because his status quo in the NFL. It's like he's solidified himself to anyone any doubters and he even had to call out certain media members and you know I think one thing about the age we're in now a lot of these players they will take a anchor or a commentator to task and there was a NBC announcer Florio who was saying some very discouraging things about the Ravens franchise as far as not having a chance to win against the 49ers but you know, like Lamar Jackson said, you know, he has to, he, he doesn't have to play the game. So he can say whatever he wants, but there are people that have to play the game and they respect their opponents. And I think that's what most of the athletes would want from a commentator. It's like, even if you don't think a team's going to win, you don't have to completely disrespect them or, you know, discredit them as an organization or team. So, you know, uh, Ravens definitely get it done and prove they're a top team in the NFL. And it's like, there's no denying it. So we'll see how the Ravens do this weekend against another potent offense in the Miami Dolphins. In other NFL news, we had the uh, Chiefs losing to the Raiders with a final score of 20 to 14. And um, Chiefs, you know, definitely not as potent as they've been in previous years when they had Tyreek Hill and some of these other guys that they brought in to kind of help, you know, take that load off of Kelsey and Mahomes haven't always been stepping up and key you know, key positions and key possessions. 
and there have been some drops and some miscues and we've seen the frustration and the meltdowns from Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes this year and that's things that we haven't really seen years prior it was so far as Andy Reid having to try to you know get Kelsey to snap out of it and calm down when he's slamming his helmet and it's going across the bench or whatever so Chiefs having a you know up and down year but we know the Chiefs are going to make something happen come you know down the stretch of playoff time and then other news we have Russell Wilson done in Denver so that was quick <laughs> Russell Wilson after less after basically less than two years the Denver Broncos have announced they will bench him for the entirety of the remainder of the season therefore they won't owe him any money in case of an injury and he will be released in the coming you know football offseason so interesting to see where Russell Wilson will end up you know things didn't really go his way there Obviously, him and Sean Payton never really got on the same page. Payton was throwing shots at him from day one. And also, after he, you know, dogged the man on the sidelines the other week, it's like that was kind of like the writing was written on the wall. Like, he's not my guy. I don't really want him. I know y'all owe him this money, but he's not really producing. Even though Russell Wilson did have decent statistics, it's not enough to merit his superb, <laughs> super high salary for this year. So... You know, it was just probably time for them to both go their separate ways. And um, speaking of separate ways, also Jair Alexander crashing the coin toss, cornerback of the Green Bay Packers. That was wild. But um, he said he was from Charlotte, so you guess he expected to be the hometown, you know, captain, but not this time. So coming up in block two, the Rob U Sports Stew Show. We got Pharaoh next pick, so keep it locked. And welcome back to the Rob U Sports Stew Show, NFL 2023, going into week 17. And before we take a look at the picks for the week, uh, like I was saying last time, that cornerback of the Green Bay Packers, Jaya Alexander, crashes the coin toss for the Green Bay Packers because they were in his hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. So he goes out there, even though he wasn't a captain, calls to defend <laughs> and if the referee didn't double check and the coach didn't already tell them they would have had to kick off for the beginning of the game and after halftime so after the game you know he he downplayed it he basically was saying coach must didn't know that this is my hometown and everything like that so you know people do some wild things but apparently he did, he's unhappy in Green Bay and he wants to get out of there so this probably could be his last year in Green Bay or he would hope that they would resign him or something like that but that was wild and uh looking at my matchup previews top two games of the week in my opinion we got detroit at dallas and we got miami at baltimore so detroit and dallas head coach wise i would say the coaches are just about even might give a slight edge to the detroit lions head coach uh what he's been able to do with that organization and that team bringing a uh uh some grit bringing some hunger and having them play good team ball playbook wise i think both of these teams are equally as well as good as with their playbook quarterback wise golf has been playing well but Dak has been doing some good things for the cowboys so we're not going to sell Dak short plus Dak also has the added element of mobility and we have seen uh you know we have seen jerry golf not play good in some of these bigger games that the Detroit Lions are going to get up against quality opponents. When it comes to the running back game, I would go, however, with the Detroit Lions with that tandem of um, Gibbs and also um, 
Gibbs and uh, Gibbs and the running back, the running back team Montgomery. Uh, Dallas does have you know Pollard who's able to do some things, but haven't really seen a lot a lot of production out of Pollard this year. But he has been solid. Comes to the receiving core, I would also go with the Detroit Lions and their receivers, Armin Ross, St. Browns, and also some young, a lot of young receiving talent, and also their line that are tight end Laporte has been doing some great things for them as well. Dallas also has some depth at receiver behind Ceedee Lamb. They also have Cook and um, some others. We'll see how they are able to mix it up in the passing game. O line wise, I think that this is about even. D line wise, I would go with Dallas with Lawrence and Micah Parsons. Linebacking wise, I would go with Detroit. And cornerback wise, secondary, I would also go with Dallas. But Detroit has a lot of young, up and coming cornerbacks who can do their things well. And special teams are probably even between these two teams. So stay tuned for my pick with the Detroit Lions and Dallas Cowboys. And my other matchup of the week, we got Miami Dolphins at Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore fresh off that big win against the 49ers. Looking to prove that for real against another quality opponent in the Miami Dolphins. And I don't know about y'all, but I really was impressed with that Baltimore Ravens defense. Looking like the old throwback Ravens defense. You know how strong the Ravens defense was historically in some of those championship Super Bowl runs. With uh, head coach-wise, I think that uh, it's hard to say who really would get the nod there. So I would just say both of these head coaches are even. Both of them are kind of like, you know... The Miami Dolphins head coach is like a mad scientist. The Baltimore Ravens, Harbaugh, you know, he, he knows how to get it done. He knows how to relate to the players, and they've been doing some good things this season. Playbook-wise, I would give the Dolphins a slight edge just because they've been so explosive with Tyreek Hill and the way they can mix in, pass, and run. But the Ravens have been doing some good things in Todd Moken's offense this season, and also they have the element of Lamar Jackson being uh, sometimes a decoy and sometimes scramble, pickup. 20, 30 yards here and there. Running back wise, I would give a slight edge to the Dolphins, but Baltimore does have a decent running back crew, even though they lost some young talent with an injury. They do have Gus Johnson there, and also Lamar Jackson will, will probably get his share of quarterback design runs as well. When it comes to the receiving cores, I would have to give the Miami Dolphins an edge there, but Baltimore's receiving core has been surprisingly solid. Even though there's not one main guy, that probably works to Lamar Jackson's advantage because he doesn't always have to key on one person to try to get the ball to. O-line-wise, I think these O-lines are just about even. D-line-wise, I would go with the Baltimore Ravens and some of the things that we've been seeing from Clowney this year, having a nice resurgence, showing he's still able to get it done. And linebacking-wise, I'll also go with the Ravens with Queen and also... Uh, Roquan Smith, very stout, very talented linebacking core. And defensive backs, I would also go with the Ravens and what they were able to do against the 49ers, the depth, the teamwork, the, the, the padding the passes, the tip drills. They just had so much teamwork and camaraderie and chemistry. It was like they really, they really, they really, kept that 49ers offense in neutral on a lot of drives with interceptions and getting their hands up and batting down passes. So they probably will try to do the same thing to Tua. And when it comes to the special teams, these teams could also be even. So let's take a look at the game starting off Saturday night. We got Detroit at Dallas. Nice matchup. Strength versus strength. I mean, Detroit has been a solid defense all year. Dallas has been a solid defense all year. And then 
Offensive-wise, Detroit has had some nice games they put together, and they've also had some unimpressive games. And I think Dallas has had some impressive games offensive-wise as well. And I think now they're really starting to let Dak turn it loose a little bit. But with this Detroit Lions defense, will they be able to come after Dak, or will Dallas be able to even establish a run against them? They're pretty stout. We'll see. And with the Detroit Lions offense, will they be able to run on the Cowboys? Because that could be the Cowboys' weakness. I say Detroit 27 over the Cowboys 24, but this will be a good game. And then when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals at the Philadelphia Eagles, I say Arizona 17 losing to the Philadelphia Eagles 30. Comes to the Atlanta Falcons at Chicago Bears, I say Atlanta 19 losing to the Bears 23. And then we have Carolina at Jacksonville, a matchup of... 1997 expansion teams. We got Carolina 16 falling to the Jaguars 20. And then we have Los Angeles Rams at New York Jets. I'm sorry, New York Giants. I say Rams 27 over the Giants 20. And Las Vegas Raiders at the Indianapolis Colts. Raiders will look to keep their winning ways going after defeating the Chiefs last week. I say Raiders 29 over the Colts 23, but this will be a Nice matchup, and we've seen Gardner Minshew, Minshew do some good things for the Colts this year. So, Raiders can't sleep on them. Then we have Miami at Baltimore, my other game of the week. And this is, like I said, this is going to be competitive. It's going to be action-packed, I believe. How will the Ravens try to contain Tyreek Hill? Will the Ravens be able to stop that Miami running attack with Mostert and A-Chain? Well, I think they will. I think that I think Baltimore has shown they're one of the best defenses in the league. And I think with that linebacking core, that teamwork and camaraderie, they'll be able to slow down the Dolphins running game and key on Tyreek Hill. So I'm gonna go Baltimore. I'll say Baltimore 30 and Miami. 29. And when it comes to the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills, I say New England 17, losing to the Bills 27. And then when it comes to New Orleans at Tampa Bay, I say New Orleans 24, falling to the Bucks at 31. Just think that uh, Baker Mayfield has been doing some good things in that Tampa Bay offense with those weapons he has. And also, sometimes the Saints can be a little inconsistent on offense, but this will be a nice NFC South matchup. And then we got San Fran at Washington Commanders. I say San Fran 30, bouncing back after that loss last week to the Ravens over the Washington Commanders 19. And then we have Tennessee at Houston. I say Houston 24 over Tennessee 20. Then we have Pittsburgh at Seattle. I say Pittsburgh 20, falling to Seattle 23. Then we have Cincinnati at Kansas City. I say Cincinnati 20, losing to the Kansas City Chiefs 31. Then we have Los Angeles Chargers at Broncos. We'll see if the Broncos can get a spark with Stidham. Maybe not, but Chargers 30 over the Broncos 21. And in the week 17, Monday night, I'm sorry, Sunday night football finale, we got Green Bay at Minnesota. I say Green Bay 24, falling to Minnesota 27. Green Bay playing without star cornerback Jaya Alexander suspended over the coin toss crashing. <laughs> and this concludes another episode of the Rob View Sports Stew Show. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Y'all be safe, be blessed, and I'll see you on the next. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year.